it and let this thing get as much cold air in here as possible before I turn it off. <laughs> You're cranking it up? I just turned mine off. I was no, like, I'm, oh, Chris is turning his off. I'm no, going to turn no, mine no. off. I'm waiting. I'm waiting until we start clapping. <laughs> okay. It's bad boy staying on. So this is what we do, Jordan. We clap on four and eight. Okay. You got it? Got it. Four and eight. And then, because if you mess up on four, like, at least I got eight. Gotcha. Okay. So here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nice. We got, nice. We got lucky there. Way better than Todd does. Four and eight. <laughs> the, the weirdest way to hold a steering wheel at, at four and eight. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah. I guess it's down here, right? It's, a little, it's not yeah. that weird. I would, I would argue that, like, um, three and three would be, like, the, the weirdest way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it that's all you have it's like you're two hands but they're in one spot that's why it's like you're driving a boat <laughs> yeah oh i can already tell it's gonna be a good podcast oh yeah <laughs> all right chris all right welcome to the sweat box <laughs> we're in the sweat lodge all right here we go Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. My name's Obert. And I'm new Obert, new Tud. Which one am I now? <laughs> Who am I in this podcast? I don't know. I've lost I track. Think, I think you're actually Kiwi now at this point. I think oh, okay. This point, I think so. I'm new yeah. Kiwi. Okay. I'm old Jenna, new Kiwi. Okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Oh, or Jordan. Or Jordan's Jordan, whatever. You know, option. call me Jordan if you want. You can call me whatever you want. I'm good with it. But yeah, I'm here. Our entire podcast is based off the premise you need to listen to all the podcasts mm-hmm. for them to make any sense. So it's like, yeah. Uh-huh. It's just one inside joke building off the next inside joke building off exactly. the next inside joke. So new we listeners, you couldn't think of anything better to do. Yeah. 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 You start, start at one or you don't start at all. It's how I do every <laughs> TV show I watch. Yep. <laughs> From one exactly. to 100. <laughs> Wait, welcome back. Yeah, welcome Thank back you. to the, I'm, to the I'm happy to world. be here. Yeah, it, it feels weird to be talking into a microphone again, uh, but it, it feels it feels good. I wonder if any of your listeners were listeners of my podcast uh, like a long time ago, or if we just had no crossover whatsoever, even though I think well, we plugged each other quite a bit, just they don't cross not, over. <laughs> not quite a bit. Literally every show. Every show you get shout You out, have a contractual so. obligation with me. Um, right. Because I... Uh, I copy writ some some material and did a weird owl version of it and then you know. <laughs> uh-huh. And now, and you now have to we're say my... legally required mm-hmm. to but it got awkward when we couldn't just say wreck my podcast anymore. Yeah. Well you guys I will say you guys did it for a long time. I think it was only in the past week or two you actually said, Should we even say wreck my podcast anymore? <laughs> or just Jordan. Jordan of the real world. <laughs> yeah. Jordan of Earth. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Jordan of drinking alone with friends fame. Yes. <laughs> that's I'm probably more famous for that now than I, than I ever was for Wreck My Podcast, for sure. <laughs> well, I got to ask, do you miss it? Yes and no. So uh, for those of you, I, I guess I'll give a little backstory. You know, we all met because I hosted a show called Wreck My Podcast. And then that we kind of, you know, pod us uh, indie podcasters, we need to stick together, right? So we do a lot mm-hmm. of cross promotion and stuff. I miss it because hanging out with my friends and getting to talk about 
stupid movies and stuff like that. That was a lot of fun. What I don't miss is everything that was around the one to two hours I recorded, right? Like this right here, this is great. Having to do yeah. research, having to watch terrible movies, having to spend hours editing because Cam can never stay on mic or <laughs> someone would <laughs> knock something over. Like that part I don't miss at all. But I definitely miss the part of like getting to hang out and talk and have fun, which is why I say yes to coming onto people's shows because I'm a whore. <laughs> Well, also, that's why we were pretty smart when the premise of our podcast involved zero research whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, all, yeah, and all drinking, which is... Yeah, you, you guys know. did a great idea. You spend half your show talking about beers, and you spend half your show talking about whatever. Like, whatever you're Dawn watching Power or Wash, doing yes. that week. Yeah, Precisely. exactly. <laughs> whatever Chris sees in his room that week. <laughs> talk about that for the other half. It's great. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I miss it. I miss it, but I don't miss it. I will say that I've had a lot more free time, which has been great. Um, And I've been able to play video games a lot more, which is super cool. But I haven't gotten to talk with my friends as much. And having moved away from my hometown where they mostly all of them still live, it's kind of a bummer because that was like our one chance to like schedule it every week. And now I'm like, hey, you guys want to play like Fall Guys or something? But we're all so busy when we don't actually schedule time. It's like, which is smart for you guys to to keep doing this because it's a great time to just plan to hang out right that's our secret that's literally <laughs> like 90 percent of the reason why we do this show mm-hmm. yeah because if we didn't i would never see chris again pretty much that's pretty that's pretty no, no you can see me uh, uh, multiple times a week on twitch mm-hmm. yep beer dad game uh beer dad gamer uh yep. <laughs> over there yeah and uh i gotta let you know jordan famously you always say we need. Uh, you've been new over a couple times. You've mm-hmm. been like, without Obert here, just nothing to keep us on track. That's it. This week, my hands are off the steering wheel. We're just, <laughs> we're just going. I'm just letting you take the show because oh. it's always, it's always a, a good time when we just kind of riff. I like know? that. Yeah. So. See, and and that's uh, those type of shows are always the best. Just see where it goes. Just let the runaway tr- railroad go as far as it can go, and then clean up the mess afterwards. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's what all the hours of editing that I love to do. Exactly. I'm going to try and take a few bathroom breaks during this. I'm going to try and accidentally unplug my mic. Um, I'll give you I'll give you some fun stuff to work with. It'll be great. If you could just uh, change your distance from your mouth to your microphone quite a bit throughout the recording, uh, that would make things (laughs) that would make things even more fun. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't listen to this show because he didn't listen to anyone's show, not even our own. But Cam was like, on our on my show is the most notorious like it was there were parts where like so when i moved to texas we had to start doing it remotely which was kind of the downfall of everything it made like editing a lot harder there were times where all of a sudden in the background i'd hear like plates banging i'm like camp what what are you doing he's like oh i'm washing the dishes (laughs) while we're podcasting (laughs) just wait till after please (laughs) so ridiculous That's another reason why I podcast. I can just get my dishes done Mm -hmm. while I'm doing it. It's great. It's great to block out that time. What's better than listening to podcasts while you're doing uh, like boring work is being on a podcast while you're doing boring work. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) Not at all. Oh, man. So how's it going with you guys? I I hear you every week, but I haven't talked to you in a while. How's everything going in uh, your your necks of the woods of this great state of America or great country of America? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we were just we were just all swapping dog stories before mm-hmm. yeah the, the, the uh, hit the record button but yeah. uh, I went for I went for a long hike with my dogs this weekend and um, 
so long that we ran out of water, which was a lot Ooh. of fun because I have two like very hairy black dogs that get hot in the sun. So um, at one point I had a like 65, 70 pound dog strapped to my back that I was carrying down a mountain. Uh, she was fine, but um, you know, she was just very thirsty and kept on wanting to stop in every shade patch. And I was like, we, we got to keep moving. Uh, isn't that so. the best when they just like defiantly sit down? My dog loves <laughs> like, okay, you know how they say when it's like 100 degrees out there, like don't let your dogs walk on the concrete because it hurts their paws because it's like 120 degrees. My dog specifically goes out of her way to find those hot patches and then just like lays her whole bare belly on the ground, on the cement. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Dogs are hilarious. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like a sauna for your tummy, you know? Yeah. It's a nice little... Uh, it's kind of like tanning, but just really quick tanning. <laughs> Maybe we should all yeah, do it. Just searing. Just yeah. a seared belly is exactly. what you go for. <laughs> I'll take my belly rare, please. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what weird thing has your dog done lately, Chris? Oh, um, there's a... Uh, so he, they, they've gotten into... Uh, so Mac is, I don't know... Four, four months old now, five months old, something like that. And uh, he has gotten into the point where he like thinks he's a kid or a cat, one of the two, because he, uh, when, uh, you know, if he's in the kitchen or whatever, my, my boys are, are getting better with him because they, they used to freak out and like run away and push his head down and stuff like that. They're getting better. But sometimes if he's, if he's jumpy, um, they'll climb up on the table. So like Mac just like starts climbing up on the table. So there's times where like um I'll walk out from like putting Lucas to bed or whatever and I'll be like I look and he's just standing on the table sh- wagging his <laughs> wa- wagging his his uh his tail like looking at me and I'm like macaroni you get down right now. <laughs> well, oh, in his great. defense, you do have four cats, right? That's very mm. true. Yeah. Following so, the lead for sure. Yeah, it's like he doesn't have any other dogs in the house, so it's like, well, this is just what we do. Around <laughs> this here. is just, we we just climb on tables. Just climb on tables. <laughs> So is the solution getting another dog? You're going to be starting uh, pretty much a zoo over there, man. Pretty much. (laughs) Two kids, four cats, a dog, more dogs coming. A dog with a low center of gravity. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. My but. my dog does my dog does a great trick where um she gets instead of jumping on a table, she gets a chronic ear infection every few weeks that we have to spend hundreds of dollars on. So that's a fun trick that my dog <laughs> that's learned. That's fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's great stuff. Yeah, we, we <laughs> didn't teach it to her, she just learned it on her own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get like some like Mexican pharmacy dog uh ear your infection killer oh man yeah just buy it in bulk we already have like these giant like supplement things we buy off amazon for her that smell like fish and that kind of helps a little bit but uh we're pretty much moving to western medicine now i have to buy her i have to give her a pill every single night that helps with her little allergies Uh, this is this is the most millennial uh no children couple kind of thing i think i've ever (laughs) (laughs) i've ever done I mean, to be fair, you've probably spent more on medical expenses for your dog than I have on my kids. So Yeah, my, my wife was like, I don't ever remember my parents spending money on our dogs. I said, yeah, because they had children. When we don't have children, we don't have much of an excuse <laughs> to not yeah, give true. the dog like uh, proper care from a vet. You know? Right. Uh, but it's great. Wouldn't trade it for the world. There you go. Yeah. But all this talk of dogs is making Chris thirsty. <laughs> there we go. I yeah. told you I wasn't going to be the one to do it today. I was <laughs> waiting. I was like, 
I, my hands off. I gave you the chance. I gave you the two seconds. So I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. It's the, I, I have somebody that, will say it eventually. The instinct has not left me even after a year of not podcasting. You gotta, gotta move it along people. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make it happen. Um, yeah. I mean, I am, I am thirsty. I got home from, I got home from work and you know, need to, need to quench my thirst. Just don't know what I want to have yet. Let's see. Well, it's, I, uh, so I went, I went to my, my beer fest, by the way. I don't know if we want to say this for after beers, but, um, it was a lot of fun. To- no structure, no, no form structure, to this episode. No, no, you can talk just about say this whatever you want. I, you've piqued my curiosity. I want to know about this beer fest. Uh, there's no structure. I can do whatever I want. Uh, no. So, uh, yeah. So, went to the a, a moment. No, a divine moment of clarity. Oh, my goodness. It took me forever to remember that. Um, it was uh, It was pretty cool. It, you, if you li- didn't listen to the last episode, uh, it was put on by Divine Barrel and... Or no, is it this next episode? I don't know. The time, the time, the time is all messed up. Well, I, I, I haven't heard about this yet, uh, so it must be. It's coming up. Okay. The past, <laughs> the last episode. To- yeah, but we're recording this one a week early because this podcast is going to be out on Thursday. But, uh, but. I forgot. But don't I worry. Our forgot. listeners will all have heard about it. By, yes. All by your listeners. Ex- to I, I, I will, except for Jordan. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, well, you guys, you guys are going to get such a kick out of this. Now, um, well, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. So if you, if you, if you didn't hear, um, it's put on divine by divine barrel. It was a celebration of clear beers to beat the heat. Uh, and it was kind of like, instead of like a normal beer fest where you run around and get like two ounces or three ounces of beer and like, chug that and move to the next one they gave you like half half pours essentially and uh and it was cool um definitely some elements of the the normal beer fest that i missed like instead of you know if you go to a beer fest there's like um like either someone on the team or a brewer from that brewery there to like pour the beer uh not so much here because it was it was just kind of like they had them all on tap at divine barrel so it was like not quite the same atmosphere which was the point? Oh, so it was like just in a in a tap room, basically. Yeah, where pretty, this festival was. So this was so you were paying instead of a beer fest. This was more like a, a, like going to a family fo- like a Dave and Buster's and getting an all you can play pass, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. Okay, cool. except there were drink nice. tickets. There, there were drink tokens. Gotcha. Um, which so you don't? Even, it's like not even getting the all you can play pass. It's no. just regular Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Um, but it's like a flight button tokens. Okay, I get it. Nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty cool. It was, I mean, it was cool. Um, you know, the beers were good. Uh, which you know, probably drank some beers that I normally wouldn't have, like a lot of a couple a couple really good pilsners, uh, some lagers, and then they had some West Coast IPAs, which I almost threw the flag on. I was like, these aren't like clear, clear, but they were still pretty good. There was a Wait, couple. When you say clear, you mean beers are actually all clear in color? Like, no, see-through, see-through. Just like no haze. I get, yeah. I get it. I, okay, I see what you're saying. Like T-Rex, like, they... T-Rexes go nuts at this beer fest. Gotcha. For yeah. a second, I was like, were they reverse color dying out? <laughs> like, what is happening here? They all look like Science. water. Yeah. Yeah. We call that moonshine down here. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. it's all, it's all water, artificial flavoring, and vodka, and they call it beer. Mm. <laughs> Grain whiskey um, beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was pretty cool. I mean, it was uh, it was it was an excuse to go drink. I don't know, ninety ounces of beer. So you know, hey, I'll take that any day of the week. Um, but uh, in true Chris fashion, 
No, go ahead. No heavenly pancakes, though. No heavenly pancakes. No, no. It's not a clear beer. Not a clear right? beer. No. So, so like, how did they? Because you've brought them on as like because you love their porters and stouts and stuff. Mostly stouts, as we discussed. But how like how do their clear beers do? Like good? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Yeah. So um, oddly enough, like their clear beer. I don't even know if they had one on tap. Now that I think about <laughs> they it, they just hosted it. They didn't. They hosted they didn't a bunch. A single one. <laughs> um, no, they must have had one, and I just can't remember it off the top of my head. But the clear beers that I had were very good. There was one called Hank, which was uh, supposed to be a playoff of Hank Hill. It had um, the beer he drinks in the show, which I don't remember because I've only watched like five episodes of King of the Hill. But like um, whatever that beer is, it's supposed to be a play on that. That was actually pretty good. That was one of the standouts of like the whole. I- People are going to kill me for this, but I've never watched King of the Hill either. Is it a fictional beer they do, or is it because I know they're in Texas, so it could be Lone Star? No, I think it's a fictional beer. I don't gotcha. think it's a, I don't think it's a real beer. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> number number two, I guess. I don't think I don't think anybody's really. Good. I don't think we have a large listener population of King of the Hill fans, so <laughs> you might be I hear safe. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I, all I know is "Dang It, Bobby" and propane. Like that, those are the. Th- <laughs> That's the main takeaway. The Discord takeaways. is going to be blowing up with all of our crossover King of the Hill fans. Yeah. I think there's something about a dog whose name is Ladybird, and I think that's like a, a lake yep. in Austin. Yep. Uh, yep. Ladybird. That's a thing. Um, They're all just shouting the name of this beer into their, into their phones right now. Ober, oh. Ober had to go let his dogs out. Yeah. It was, it was, it was mandatory. Yeah. Time has come. It actually, it is almost exactly 20 minutes into he knew. the podcast. That's, he, knows his, he knows his dogs. I, I told you 7.30. Yep, you knew it. She's laying down, though. I think oh, okay. I think she'll be okay. We'll I, was, I, was, I don't know. Uh, remind me later. I have a really good Baja men joke whenever Ober does have to go take the dogs outside. I have no idea what that could be referencing. What, which of their many, many hits? Yeah, they have, their greatest hits just has way too many dog reference songs on it. Oh, man. Well, in response to me having Divine Barrel on here for their stouts all the time, um, it's about 90 degrees outside and inside this house. So, of course, I have to bring on a Divine Barrel Stout. And this is Comfort in Darkness, which is their bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Stout. Actually, Ober, can you make sure I haven't had this before? Before I Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> it does sound familiar now that I'm reading the name. I know, and I, I did this to you uh, this weekend when I bought a new beer. I'm like, I might have done this one, but yeah. what was it called? Comfort in Darkness or something? Yeah, it sounds familiar now that I've... Now that I hold it up, but you have not checked this beer in. Beautiful. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty excited about it. Obviously, 11% alcohol because this is a life Ooh. choice I'm making. Um, <laughs> aged for 18 months in Booker's bourbon barrels. There you go, Tud. Tud always ask. It's like, oh, it's b- barrel aged. What kind of barrel? Like no one. Booker's knows. pretty good. My dad really likes Booker. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Fan of Jordan. Fan of podcast. Jordan's dad. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because on the the untapped description says uh, eleven months in freshly emptied Heaven Hill bourbon barrels. So it's like, ooh, it's interesting that there's a little bit of discrepancy there. But uh, both excellent bourbons. So uh, I wonder if I wonder if this is like a different batch then. Maybe mm. small batch, 2023 exclusive. Canned on eleven twenty two twenty two. So this has been twenty twenty two exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, so I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, I have to get the taste of all those clear beers out of my mouth, even though they were good. Um, need to go back to the... I keep telling myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm done with stouts. And then 
That's all I bring. It's all I. I don't know. I'm I'm hooked on stouts right now. I'm hooked on phonics, but phonics are stouts. <laughs> um, ooh, definitely bourbony. I, that's like immediate can opening. Definitely, this is gonna be good. <laughs> At eleven percent, I would expect nothing less. Oh yeah. Is that the cheat so that you uh, don't have the head pour? Just get a bourbon <laughs> barrel aged stout. No I head on so. that bad boy. No, nothing. No head. Uh, m- I mean, minus like there's bubbles, but that's about it. But dark as night, of course. Um, one billion SRM. Wait, it doesn't tell me the SRM, right? Nope. One billion SRM. <laughs> um, as you can expect. Oh, hold on. I don't want to speak ahead of my out of turn. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah. There's no, no light coming through that bad boy. No T Rex. No, sorry, T Rex. T Rex is taking a nap and not waking up at all. Uh huh. Yep. So very strong bourbon smell. Very strong bourbon smell. So I'm hoping. It, I'm hoping it's pretty good. I'm trying to see if it gives like it gives like a big long. I'm not Tud, so I'm not gonna read the whole thing. But um, complex with notes of roasted coffee, rich chocolate, oak leaf, oak oakly, oakly vanilla, which is like vanilla from it's, California. It's oak oakly uh, like Stick Stickley's brother, like yeah. cousin. I was gonna make the same joke, Jordan. I was nice, like, good. I knew as soon as I saw your eyes, oh. I was like, I know exactly the joke he's gonna make. I was like, I'm either going for, for Pre- Professor Oak or Stick Stickley. It's one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> And a touch of bourbon. So there you go. Um, Oak Oakley. Do you think he's got? A, he's he's buffer than Stick Stickley, right? Like, oh, there's totally. No, no way, no way, shape, or form about it. Like, yeah, Oak Stick Stickley is like the little like he's the guy who's on the treadmill all the time. Oak Oakley, he's the one who's in the weight room. You know, he, he's jacking yeah. up right there. Yeah. Um, does anybody else remember the Stick Stickley song, or is it just me? I, do you know like what his zip code was? Yeah. Or no? No. Yeah, I know the whole well, thing. Okay. Well, then you got to perform. Perform <laughs> it. <laughs> Write to me, stick stickly, P.O. Box nine six three, New York City, New York State one oh one oh eight. Boom. Done. <laughs> that, <laughs> there you go. That cannot be a legitimate like address because that, there's no, too much is. rhyming go is it really there's too much rhyming going in there i feel you, like you that used, cannot to, be you real. used to be able to send him letters or something that's why he told oh, you to write to him one way to figure this out we gotta get a letter <laughs> gotta write a letter quickly. oh write let's it do it they gotta have I a mean, forwarding like, address 15 years later right <laughs> that p.o box goes somewhere somebody's got it got it right imagine like the people who live in the breaking bad house they get pizzas thrown on the top all the time just some poor sap has the p.o box for stick stickly just still getting mail <laughs> from 35 year old drunk people on a podcast <laughs> Yeah, I, I imagine the amount of mail is a little bit less than ours at this point. Like, how many people really still uh, still know that P.O. box or, or at least are curious enough to send something? Well, now I really want to know. I mean, one in three Americans, if this is any indication. <laughs> That's true. Sample size. <laughs> yeah. And 100% of people on the East Coast. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's true. Oh, man. All right. Anyways, write write stick stickly a letter, everybody. Uh, <laughs> tell them we sent tell you. Them drinking yeah. alone with friends sent you. <laughs> if you use the promo code drinking alone with friends ten, get ten percent off your stick stickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, here we go. Cheers. The head. The bubbles are gone. No. No bubbles. Here we go. There's a bug in here somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where it went. I hear it though. As long as it doesn't go in your beer, I think you're good. So it is strong. Definitely strong. Um, 11%, you expect nothing else. Um, but unlike, I believe it was last week's beer, 
I've done two barrel aged stouts in the middle of summer. Good job, me. Good go, go team. Go team. Um, unlike last week's beer, this is strong, but doesn't have like it has it has some alcohol bite, but not quite the same. It this one flows way better than the last one I had. Um, so you get hit with like the bourbon alcohol goodness up front, and then it does kind of ro- um give way to some of those roast, roasted malts it's talking about you could actually taste the maltiness in it because that would be like killer for me for a barrel aged stout with some malt to it because i love malt flavor yeah i mean it's i'm trying to decide if it's just like more the coffee i don't think it's necessary I, I wouldn't call this malty but you can get some of like the roasted n- t- notes in it um it does sweeten up a little bit at the end which is kind of nice um kind of cuts back on some of the bourbon with some of those chocolatey vibes that it was give, t- talking about. Um, it's really good. It's really good. I mean, Divine Barrel may be my favorite, my favorite uh, North uh, Charlotte cheese and rice. My favorite Charlotte. <laughs> already rye. drunk. Already, already drunk. drunk. Two sips. Three sips. <laughs> it it fermented a little bit more in the fridge. Now That's it's up it. to like uh-huh. a 40%. <laughs> it's a straight <laughs> bourbon now. <laughs> I do think it's funny, though, that you went to, like, you love their, their stouts or whatever. And yeah. you went there to this brew fest or at least tap takeover yeah specifically because of how much you love divine barrel but it sounds like you didn't have a single one of their beers there no and like you weren't like in love with any of them to be like i'm gonna have a can of this on the podcast you're like more stouts for me please (laughs) you know i i should have and i probably uh maybe they they did make a cold ipa that is actually named a divine moment of clarity which i have in my fridge right now Probably should have brought that on, but you know what? I'm a rebel. <laughs> Synergy yeah, be maybe. damned. <laughs> Six episodes from now, you'll have it. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, I, 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 I've had these cans, and this is a special occasion, and I didn't want to drink a whole Bourbon County stout right now. But, um, you know, even though this isn't much smaller. I was um, going to say, what's what's the difference? Like 1% in alcohol between the two of them? Oh, it's it's more beer, isn't it? How, how many how much, how much many beer is this? This is like a... It's like an extra 0.9. Oh, is it only a 16.9? Oh. I don't know. English An English pint? <laughs> they do a good job making the bottles look bigger. I will say that. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Huh. Yeah, because that's what I always thought, too. I always thought it looked big, but then the bourbon counties were always like deceiving in that manner. Yep, one pint, one point, pint, point nine flu- fluid ounces. I can't talk today. Talking, talking, doing the bad talk. Not, not important. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but it's really good. It's really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a very formidable dramatic pause. Two seven five. <laughs> four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. So respectable. Didn't get the four and a half. You no, were thinking about it. I was thinking about it. It was it was probably like a four three two <laughs> on the on the new yeah. untapped. Um, no, Didn't it's quite it, lean that way. It's very good. It's very good. Um, I don't know. Uh, sorry, Divine Barrel. I have no notes for you. No notes. Just four two five. Not perfect. No notes. Uh- <laughs> See, so I have a problem when I bring these beers on the podcast that are because. The beer you described, I've had like a dozen of different beers like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I differentiate them when I review them on the podcast? Yeah. You know, I'm like, ooh, chocolatey, cacao, vanilla-ish, coffee, like, you know, double digit percent ABV, th- you know, motor oil thick. I'm like, you know, it's tough. It's tough to really. Yeah. So I could see how this just is like four and a quarter because it's another one of those. I mean, you know? they're all good. Well, except for the one I had last week, but <laughs> they're all good. Um, 
but yeah, it is it is tough. But as we They're as be- we discussed, that wasn't a stout, right? That was a that porter. was a porter. That is correct. That is correct. Mm. That was a porter. Yep. Um, yeah, because I definitely have. I mean, we we talk about it with the hazy IPAs. How many times can you say it's an orange juice bomb yeah. thing? You know, like how many? They're delicious. They're all good. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out tonight. I don't know. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Oh. Okay, four hundred and twenty-one is the number of check-ins. Four twenty-one. Yeah. So close. Damn it. So close. Someone uncheck it in. Say nice. <laughs> Two people, I guess, and then yeah. you could be four twenty. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a very good beer. I don't know if Divine Barrel has the hot pipe that a lot of other breweries have. Well, how crowded was the beer fest, I guess? <laughs> was everybody there like wearing their Divine Barrel t-shirts? Uh, actually, a like... lot of Blink-182 t-shirts, oddly enough. Um, Interesting. That is I mean, not they... a crossover I would have thought for like a stout, heavy brewery. <laughs> they they did. Now, uh, Blink-182 was in the area. I don't know where they mm. were. They were in the area like last weekend, so like maybe just new Blink-182 t-shirts, but... Yeah, I saw multiple, and I only noticed because I was like, ah, my friends at that con- went to that concert. Um, but where's the I'm crossover not- with the Taylor Swift Eras tour coming through? Like, there's no Venn diagram crossover there with these beer I don't, I don't think I don't think we have a stadium big enough for Taylor Swift. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> the Panthers? No, no, no. She, she don't mess around with that. Um, <laughs> she needed to do three nights there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's a 414. So close. Damn it. Oh. 4.13. Oh, oh man. man. Way to not really leave the door thought, open. At I thought all. you had it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. See? Man. That's how you know. Like that's that's number one. Charlotte drinkers don't know what they're talking about. Number two. I mean, it's it doesn't have the hot pipe. If this was a barreled souls beer, it would be a four point seven two or something silly like that. So um, well, you only gave it a four and a quarter. I mean, that's true. you weren't that far off. That's true, but I've never—I don't think I've ever given a barreled souls beer as high as they get sometimes. But they're very good, though. Right. Um, right. Okay. Well, let me put it on the board put here. It on the board. Point oh one. Oh man, we're gonna have to be playing darts like Ted Lasso over here to beat Chris. It's gonna be insane. That was a good episode. Yes. <laughs> Chris hasn't watched that show, and I uh, really think he should. You know what's funny? Okay, here's this little story about Ted Lasso. You guys know Craiger. He was on my podcast. You know, we, we make fun of him sometimes. That's the, the fun part about being friends with Craiger, uh, is you get to make fun of him. And uh, he, for the longest time, told me, you need to watch Ted Lasso. It's like the greatest show ever. You need to watch Ted Lasso. And I'm like, how good can this be, right? It can't be that great of a show. I started watching it, and it's probably one of my favorite shows ever made. I think... That if you're a fan of Scrubs, because it's Bill Lawrence, right? If you're a fan mm-hmm. of Scrubs and you thought Scrubs couldn't get any better, this is Scrubs but perfected in every aspect. Like the way that they handle com- comedy, um, like heart, they tackle anxiety, like every single thing is tackled in such a perfect fluid manner i think it's one of the most perfectly written acted and produced shows i've probably ever seen in my life and i watch a lot of television <laughs> oh i was gonna say i think it's pretty pretty well known that scrubs is one of my favorite tv shows so like i'm it's I'm... it scrubs vibes all the way just with soccer and english people it's amazing it's so oh, good. see i hate the english <laughs> Yeah. Oh well, but they they say well, that, such that's funny what, things. That's what's kind of part of the fun of the show, though, is mm-hmm. like you know the main character doesn't know anything about the English when it starts, and he likes to make fun of them all the time. Yes, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, that's why you have your narrator kind of being with you as the unknowing person of being like, you guys do that here? That's really weird, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I'm great. gonna. It, that's on Apple TV. Is that where? 
it's definitely worth because the show's essentially over now. They did three seasons and they kind of were like, mm, "We'll probably never pick it back up again." But um, no, they yeah they they like concluded. The yeah, show. they said they yeah, may do yeah. something as like a spinoff or something like that. Who knows? But like they're like this store this story arc is finished. Um, I would say it's worth a month of getting Apple TV Plus to be able to just binge and you'll want to binge through it. It's so good. It's right, not my I'm handle, but I, it needs to be I said. Think- uh, well, you can't be your handle because I've already made it one, which Good. Chris, you know, but he didn't get the, he didn't get the hard sell of like, if Scrubs was even more scrubbier than Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, um, that was a uh, very good sell job. You should use it as your handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, could, you couldn't sell it to Chris any more than that. No, you, you, but, you uh, should go back over it. Take, when you use this as a handle, take Jordan's blurb right there. Just insert it. <laughs> throw, <laughs> revisionist no, well, history. I made it a handle like three years ago. Yeah, so. I still. <laughs> Just go back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Go back and take the clip. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's no, so um, Yeah, I'm going to have to... Uh, a friend at work was talking about it as well. But again, she did a terrible job selling it. So I'm sold She didn't now. mention Scrubs once. She didn't, yeah, she didn't <laughs> mention Scrubs at all. <laughs> but who, okay. who's thirsty well, next? As our guest, Jordan, I think, all right. I think it's up... up to you well going with the theme of clear beers um because it is summer and i listen to the weather unlike chris over there um i have a pilsner which i know a, a very um unique beer style i guess not really um but what do, we don't have on this show is often. i was no. gonna say i do love lagers and pilsners i i'm really getting into just lighter beers like i don't think i've bought a stout in a long time and when i went to the store most of what i bought were just like straight like wheat beer pilsner like these type of beers i'm like you know what this is what i need in my life right now i need a little bit of just like non-complexity some easy stuff here so i didn't have a chance to go by my favorite brewery in my town unfortunately so i got the next best thing uh which is another brewery i really like here in dallas called manhattan project beer company and a lot of their stuff is um kind of themed around like uh, as you would like science, like Oppenheimer type stuff, you know, as the movie's coming out, our synergy there, um, things like Black Matter, Half-Life, Atomic, a Hazy IPA, stuff like that. But the one I got here that's a Pilsner is called Necessary Evil. Uh, so we're going to see how this one is, a Pilsner from this brewery that I really, really like that does a lot of heavy stuff, but I don't think I've ever had their light stuff here, which is cool. So I'm going to pour this bad boy in right now. And... As you can see, that is definitely all just straight, clear, see-through. You can see my thumb on the other side, as white as I am. Uh, so I'm just, just so Tud, we for you, Tud. Just so we can say it. Look at that bad boy. That's light, light coming straight through that. T Rex could see you a mile away. Yep. A mile away. Yeah, on the other side of Isla Nublar, he's coming to get you. <laughs> so um, I'll give this guy a shot here. See how it is. Solid. It's a Pilsner. You know, nothing nothing to write home about. This is a beer that having a barbecue in the backyard, I would go for this one. It's got a little bit more of like um, an, ever, an effervescent taste, what you guys call the Pringlies. Um, it's got a little bit more of that going on than some other Pilsners. Do you guys call it Pringlies? Is that your podcast? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it, good. It's, it's not our podcast. It's Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> okay, for a second there, I thought I was quoting the, uh, the wrong podcast friends, but okay, good to know. You have more than one podcast friend? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, so this on the back here, it says, pairs well with tacos, yes, and pool. I don't know what yes, why that's the it's band. The band. It's got to be the band. Yeah, it's Is it right? the band? But it says yes, and it has a little like 
I don't know if you can see that, but like a little uh, icon, like speech a speech bubble, like a yeah speech bubble. So I'm assuming it's like Jim Carrey from Yes Man would really like this. I I don't know. Um, Probably that. It says necessary evil entertains the palate without figuring it without oh fatiguing it. Uh, at first sip, you will detect a hint of floral character that immediately tells you this isn't your ordinary pilsner. It's a dry and crisp with a bit of our signature style to make a memorable necessary evil is refreshing in any situation. So I think it's pretty good. I um, don't get this style a lot because I think that they had they pretty much flared up for about three weeks. Uh, five years ago, the brute style of beers um, that was big for for a very very short time. Um, but I really like that style of beer, and this kind of reminds me of it a little bit. It's pretty dry. It's got a little bit of a bite to it. I like that. I think that's good. So, um, do you get lo- that florally aspect they were talking about? Very little. It almost borders on that honey flavor. You know, when you get a honey beer, and it kind of has that like almost like you got like a, a le- like a a rose in your mouth a little bit. It's kind of got that a little bit, but it's very, very minuscule, very far on the back end. So that's nice. Um, you know, I probably give it like a, a 3.75. It's nothing to write home about. It's solid. It's good. I would drink this beer. This would be like a go-to beer, right? Like if I was at a party or it was on tap somewhere. Um, like if I didn't want to go as far down as a blue moon or something like, you know, get necessary evil. Uh, it's pretty good. So I'll go 3.75, nothing too crazy to get it up in the four range, but it is solid. Now for untapped, I haven't checked this in. Have I, I'm almost positive. I've not had this beer before. Let's find out, but I'm really bad at remembering <laughs> beers I've had. Let's see if I can spell necessary. Uh, you have not checked it in. Okay, no. then I probably have not had it, or I was very drunk when I had it. Um, Manhattan Beer Project, or Manhattan Project Beer Company, um, I think they, at least out here, have a little bit of hop hype, but I don't think a lot of people are going to go for this one, and I think that they're more known for their IPAs out here. So I'm going to say mm, 3.79 is what I think I'm going to go with. Well... You're not right, so you're not even on the board, but mm. it's a 3.65. <laughs> mm, I, you know. See, I didn't go far enough down. I knew it wasn't going to mm. be super high for being a Pilsner. This yeah. just, these styles, they're they're criminally underrated, in my opinion. They are. They are. Yeah. They are. It's They suffer from like the flight board problem, which mm-hmm. is like you get a flight, you're like, here's my double IPA, my triple IPA, my 13% stout, and my necessary evil. Like, <laughs> you're not going to remember that beer. You know? know. You're not going to taste it. It's such a bummer. Yeah. It's such a bummer because I've been loving these so much. Like, I feel like I enjoy beers like Chris had that are very complex and heavy and all that. But I, when I've been drinking lately, I'm just like, I want something that I don't have to think about, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, just throw it down my gullet and let it be. <laughs> no. But I'm going to say the same thing to you I said to Chris, which is like, your, your rating was pretty much in line with what on tap tats so it's like you can't throw that much shade you're right no no you're right i i can't throw that much shade and i should be rating this higher you know what i should be a part of the solution not the problem let me get off my soapbox <laughs> five your... five bottle caps five bottle caps give it a, give it a yeah. six give it a six guys yeah. <laughs> we're taking that's, it to, we're taking it to 11 yeah that's the paid untapped plus plus you need to get three yeah, exactly. out, right out of six at that point Exactly. So that's my necessary evil. I will uh, pass it over to you, Obert. I don't think I have much more to say about a Pilsner other than yum, yum. Yeah. Well, there we go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm back. I got um, my favorite Montana brewery, Imagination. Haven't had them on in a while because they haven't had, they don't make it up here that often. Um, and I'm not going to bring old beer, especially old IPAs out of the podcast. But this one caught my eye because 
And again, it wouldn't be an episode of Drinking Low with Friends unless somebody brought an IPA on. But um, this is their Nebula Orange Cream Milkshake New England Style Double. Uh, and I was like, you know, it's got some orange cream. It's not just a regular IPA. Is there something to talk about here? So we'll crack it open. Can 622, so nice and fresh. Um, let's take a look here. It's a lot of words for this beer. In the description? Yeah, because it's like double milkshake New England IPA orange cream. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those OCM any DIPAs. <laughs> <laughs> um, here we go. Let me go. I, and again, for Tud, you know, we'll take a look at exactly how hazy. How much of a milkshake did this milkshake shake? Uh, if a milkshake uh, could shake shakes. Uh, right. That looks great. That color looks wonderful. I think, I think you're safe. I yeah. think you're safe from the T-Rex. I think so as well. Sure. I think you're even safe from the Velociraptor, to be honest. They're lost in the fog. As long as you don't go in the tall uh, grass, you're good. Yep. <laughs> right. Or into right. a kitchen. They can open that, doors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they love ladles. <laughs> <laughs> hate freezers. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> hate those <true>. freezers. <laughs> And also, don't put them on an airplane in your dreams. <laughs> no, never do that. Um, I get more milkshake on the nose than orange creamsicle. Um, definitely get that lactose aroma, but we'll dive in. We'll see. We'll see how the the taste tastes are. First reaction lives up to the name. Definitely orange creamy. Um, but I also forget until like I crack into one of these how I'm just not really that into the whole milkshake IPA thing. Like they're just too sweet, you know. I got this because I love imagination. They had new stuff and I'm like, I don't want to just do like their next lupu juice because I've done lupu juice at least two or three times on the pod. Like, let me do the orange cream. I wish I just had the plain old lupu juice, the hazy New England IPA. It's just like, it's great. If you're an orange creamsicle guy, um, you'd be like, hey, this beer tastes like ice cream, which is fun. Um, but on a day where I'm in my condo with the AC turned off, I just want like a nice cold hazy and i don't need that extra sugar and lactose from from the milkshake style not to knock it too much it's still delicious it's still good if you're into this um i won't knock it too much for my rating because execution they did what was promised on the can you know it's really my fault for getting <laughs> a beer that i wasn't really into i got the brown ale i got put it a one on untapped i hate brown ales <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I saw that on uh, on Instagram the other day. That exactly. Yeah, so, so did I. I don't remember who posted it, but I saw that too. <laughs> Are we following the same people? What is happening here? <laughs> Bruska Brews. Oh, you follow. Uh, what is that? Um, what's his name? Because I, I talked to him before, but I forget his first name now. Bruce. Same. Like Bruska's his last name. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, he's a cool guy. He sent me some beer before that he made. Oh, really? Oh, that is yeah. really cool. Oh, no. I'm really hoping he gets he gets his beer uh, stuff together in the sense because I know he wants to open a brewery and stuff. So that'd be super cool. Yeah, yeah. I I, I can't remember his name either, but um, well, I I we used to be closer back when I was really good about Instagram. But um, mm-hmm. super cool guy. But yeah, I saw that like the <laughs> orders of brown ale. Oh, I hate brown ales. Point two five out of five. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Well, at least he gets a shout out for the good content. Yeah, uh, here on the pod, we may yeah. not know your first you name, go. but we know your handle. That's all that matters, right? right? And it was uh, was that again for our listeners, Bruska, 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 Bruce. Yes, we'll we'll put a link in the yeah. show notes. 
Uh, are we gonna though? I, okay, you, you <laughs> drop the link do, in the in the Discord. Do, I'll put show, in the show notes. Do show notes even exist? Because I hear people all the time just say, "We'll put a link in the show notes." But does that even exist? <laughs> I don't know. I assume they do. I don't know. <laughs> I keep. I never it. check. It's it's like the the cat from Big Bang Theory, whatever that's called. Does it even exist? <laughs> yeah, I sometimes I put little um, Easter eggs in the show notes to see if anybody uh, will find them and. Uh, no one has, so oh, I don't think anyone man. actually, oh, no. actually, uh, really, really enjoys these links. As now much you're going to get everyone I think looking. Really, the show notes are just for me, to be honest. <laughs> you mean you I mean like, people aren't really going to our show notes to learn about my power? I don't my, know. My, my, my power wash. Austin. Maybe not. Maybe that's not how they're finding your uh, your Discord, your uh, Twitch mm. stream either. No, uh, that's yes. impossible. Austin, that's his name. Th- thank you for looking that up. Yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> dropping in the show notes right now. No, I'm tr- show notes in the show notes. Can <laughs> <laughs> you do okay. the show notes? It's just the transcription of the whole podcast one time. So it's like the <laughs> longest show notes ever. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Like, you don't need awesome. to listen to this podcast. Just read it. <laughs> just yeah, read, it. The, just read the podcast. Um. Anyway, yeah, back to this beer. Imagination, they always kill it. And this is good. Um. Again, shame on me for not getting the beer I really wanted to get, but didn't feel like I could review on the show. You know, sometimes sacrifices have to be made for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it includes drinking the second best beer from the brewery that you could find. <laughs> you know, uh, some people would just go for the stout anyway, as opposed to the one that directly ties to the brew fest they were at. Yep. But, you know, I'm not, I'm more dedicated, I think, to the bit. So <gasps> I'll drink the other this one is, after this. Fine. There we go. This is, this is a good beer uh, for 4.0, 4.0. Okay. You know, it's it's tasty. I still would order this, I think, over most stuff on tap. Like, oh, something different. Cool. Got to give them props for trying a little different. And I think the milkshake hate, milkshake uh, kind of fad is a little di- dying down a little mm-hmm. bit now. I think we're seeing a little bit less of those. Um, so props to Imagination for keeping it going. They just got a uh, shipment in of lactose that they had to get rid of. <laughs> what do we do with this? They had all these extra cows. That, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. they were going to do with the lactose, but... <laughs> All right, so what have we got on, uh, how many check-ins we got here? Oh, man, you got 27 check-ins. I'm ready to be number 28, baby. Does it even give you the average? It does, it does. Okay. I think it's over okay, over good. 10, maybe, gives you average. Mm-hmm. Well, um, again, I got to hit that double bullseye, right? If I want to, if I want to have a chance here, I got to be exactly. I mean, if, if right, you want, so. if you want the point all to yourself, if you want to split a point, then you know. Then I got two other numbers I could choose. Yeah, right, from. it's true. Three, three out of five hundred. It's fine. You're fine. Don't, don't I get a point one four handicap since I'm not on here all the time? <laughs> I think that's how it works. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you are. You're not on the board. I realize that. Oh wow, you're, you're not, not on the board. You haven't made it. No, I'm. Yeah. I'm not very good at guessing. I'm, I'm very bad at that. Yeah. That's why I never went but, on uh, uh, Deal or No Deal. I'm very bad at guessing. <laughs> yeah. You would be the, the $1 bid on Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Like, well, at least I had a good Wait, time. No. What? Price is right. Yes. Wrong, wrong show. $1 like, in, the thir- right. in the third guessing spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just leave that $2 bid open. <laughs> um, anyway. When in doubt, I got to go Montana area code 406. So it sounds like you guys are uh, going to have to do a duel to the death because it's 4.07. <laughs> so All right. Close. Both of you All right. On the board. On. That's crazy. Thank you, Montana. <laughs> Thank that is you, crazy. Montana. <laughs> 
Um, wow. And it's funny because right now on the board, Chris has 31 mm-hmm. and I am at 30. And I was like, this is it. I've never... I've never been anywhere but third place on this leaderboard. Yep. That's only I've only ever been <laughs> bronze medalist. Um, the, I'm the meme of the bronze medalist chugging champagne. Um, <laughs> this is my chance to move into to move into that that middle podium, but not today. Nope. But it's any days that we close on Tud is a good day. So, so does, that mean, <laughs> does that mean you both get a point then? So you get closer yeah. to Tud. We nice. both get a right. point. Yeah. Nice. Yep. yep. Yeah, for sure. Damn, um, I, I thought like, see, that's what ha- that's what's been happening. I'm like, 0.01, I got this. Nope, damn, damn Montana no, area code. <laughs> it saved me. It's, only- I've I've done that guess before the 406, and it hasn't worked out. This is the first time I think it's going to be a point. <laughs> oh, I love it. So good. yeah, nice. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool for you guys to both get a point. What is Tud at right now? We don't. I, I don't remember. I can't. I can't. Read it's honestly far. impossible <laughs> to tell. Something higher than thirty-one. <laughs> Barely though. But we're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it starts with a three. I can read that mm, part. Okay. Yeah. Work, okay. If I go on like a two, well, no, we do biweekly now. If I go on like a four-month spree, like we'll be, uh, we'll be basically tied. <laughs> yeah. So it's Tud's, it. Tud's number is kind of like the hanging chad of your guys' stuff right now. Like, eh, we don't know where it's at, you know? Like, it could be 38, it could be 31. Who knows? Like, right. There's some controversy around some of Tud's points. There's, gotcha. oh, there's which, most which of got them, swept honestly. away when we cleaned the whiteboard. Tud kind mm. of forgets about that when he says how much he loves the old whiteboard. <laughs> there were some asterisks <laughs> next to his name. Um, there was uh, definitely like I, I always I always contest that if someone were to by the way still looking for someone to go back and actually do the actual tally mark if you were to do from the beginning of when we started this bit I think I am far and clear ahead of Tud but I don't I honestly think Chris I'm sorry to tell you this but we the the gap from when we started doing the guessing to when we got the whiteboard is much smaller I think than you remember I feel like it's twelve years how many I feel like I feel like we. <laughs> We have like literally a hundred points on this whiteboard. I mean, yeah, but think about yeah, the double get, points. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you guys are on what episode like one thousand five hundred thirty-six right now, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like literally we we've been doing this since the dawn of time. Like it was like <laughs> we 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 started the podcast. The first thing you hear is Tud's Tud's uh, NFL draft, and then we introduce the whiteboard. I think that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. If you guys no. listen really close to that opening scene of 2001 A Space Odyssey when the, <laughs> the universe is blossomed, you can hear Drinking Alone with Friends going on in the background. And they didn't have We're whiteboards right back then. As the caveman is throwing the bone in the air, I'm secretly in the background writing tally marks. Yes, exactly. That's how you guys kept before. You got the bones as the tally marks, and that's how you were keeping track of it. Yeah. Oh, didn't think I'd bring Stanley Kubrick into this, huh? <laughs> no. I mean, that's why we, we really need Jordan on for all the cultural references. Yeah, no. Really. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, very without, cultured. Without you, we wouldn't know Stick Stickley's P.O. Box. I, I mean, I think that was Chris. But... That was definitely, that was <laughs> well, definitely but, me. No, but I mean, you like... Yeah, you always bring it back to the pop culture from the 90s. Yes, you know? I've never, yeah, leave it to me to bring back things that should have yeah. laid rest in the past. Oak Oakley was was your brainchild. Yes, that is true. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Do you guys remember Face? 
Did you watch? Oh yeah, was that before? Yeah, yeah just, I remember. Yeah, face. Oh, it was great. Is this a? Is this like a Nick tune? It was a Nick Junior thing, and I only know about it because my siblings were like a bit younger than me, so they would keep watching Nick Junior a little bit past the time when I probably would have moved out of it. But like in between uh, episodes of shows, there'd just be like the whole screen would be a face. And he'd be like, "Hey guys, go do stuff. Be good kids." Da, 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 da. Like <laughs> just telling you good, good, uh, uplifting words from Face. I do now that you say that. I remember that because yeah, you'd be watching. It would be this time of year. It'd be like mid July. You're on summer vacation. You have nothing to do mm-hmm. but watch Nickelodeon all day. And yeah. you're like watching, you know, your uh, third episode of Blue's Clues. At 11 a.m. Yeah, you're like a 12-year-old. You think you're all cool. Dora the Explorer's on. And like when she's like, waits for you to answer, you're just like, you idiot. <laughs> it's behind you. Hey, there's face in the chat. <laughs> That's a cold face. That's a cold face right there. Uh, the the ultimate Nick Jr. face compilation. Oh, boy. It's a, it's a different meaning on the dark This is how Chris spe- spends his showers. Yeah, yeah that, I, I get that. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man, that's craziness. Well, how does it feel to be winners, guys? Because I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. I feel sweeter that we are double winners, I think. Mm, yes. Mm. And that it's .01. Double the pleasure, you know? double the fun, double the points, double mm-hmm. something double, else. Double mint gum. Double mint gum. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think, that's, I think uh, that's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Hey, I thought you said we you weren't going to move here. this along. Yeah. I, you know what? I tried. I, I let us linger as long as I possibly could. I was kind of testing like, it out. I was like, it, yeah. I knew it. I knew you I was kind of testing it out. You know I'm not going to do it. Like, come on. <laughs> I was like, George, I'm just like, just like gripping, white knuckling my chair, trying not to transition as hard as I can. <laughs> and, do, you, uh, do you guys want to... Do we want to do a, a, a like a really quick like fourth beer review just right right fast? Yeah, sure. I, I got us this uh, cold IPA. I want to hear. About All right, that. yeah, okay. So real real quick, since I apparently was really thirsty and chugged that first one, um, I do have the a moment of divine clarity from uh, Divine Barrel. Uh, since I was supposed to drink this, I went off script. It was my own. That was my own pipe bomb. That's what it was. That's my own. You just can't say no to those that's a, delicious. That's beers. a great reference right there. I hope everyone who <laughs> listens gets that pipe bomb reference. No one does except for you and Todd. That's it. Uh, oh, I don't. There was, I'm guessing it's a wrestling. It thing. is a wrestling. <laughs> the greatest wrestling moment. What's funny is probably one of the greatest wrestling moments ever with a person who I am not really a fan of anymore. <laughs> anymore? Like, were you a fan back in the day? I mean, who wasn't, I, I guess, but like... CM Punk was cool back in the day for sure, but I just feel like any clout he had, he gave it up. I'm like, he just is such a jerk lately. I'm like, dude, what are you doing with your life? Come on, man. Yeah, I don't think he was necessarily like a good guy to begin with, but yeah, no. I, 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 I definitely Did I you definitely ever watch agree. the his documentary back like right after he left WWE, The Greatest Ever or whatever it was called? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Of course, that's what it's called because he's the most arrogant man on the planet. He really <laughs> is. He really is. I mean... <sighs> I don't know. I've been, I've been, I've actually, this is funny since Jordan's here. I've been, I don't know. I've been playing Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. I'm trying to catch a fucking Squirtle and it's taking forever. Anyways, um, so I've just been watching like old, old wrestling like pay-per-views and I just picked SummerSlam. I don't know why. I just picked SummerSlam and like, and I've been watching them over and over again. Dude, it was like, I get the tingles like now. I get the mm-hmm. tingles now just watching some of that stuff. I'm like, oh man, this is the so, big this four. Is, 
This is the golden the golden day of wrestling. Like, oh, I t- just, what what years were you talking about? Like when you go older, like how far back are you going? Two thousand. Um, I think I started at two thousand two, which is okay. Rock versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah, so coming. Oh no, right, Rock was, versus Burka T. Rock, no, was that two thousand one? Whatever that one was, two thousand one. I okay. think maybe. So you're coming like right out of. See, that's where I started watching. I came oh. right out of Attitude Era and started watching around 2000, 2001, when like right after WCW got acquired. So yeah. it was probably like around 2001, I think. But it was right after WCW got acquired is when I started watching. And um, I've probably told this story before, but like I always thought it was so crazy because um, Sting's son went to my school. So it was always super weird because I'd be like going back to watch these WCW things and there'd be Sting. And then I'd see him like at a football game coaching people and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> this is weird. He looks weird without his face paint. This is yeah. t- just too much for me. Put the face paint back on. No. Yeah, I'm like, you need to put that on, man. <laughs> See, I, I I was definitely like a middle to late attitude era guy. So like mm-hmm. I stopped watching around 2000, 2003, like when the when Brock beat The Rock at some SummerSlam, which I actually just watched the other day. Um, when that happened, that was kind of like my falling out. Like, because I, I was mm. a huge Rock fan. I love The Rock. Like, I still yeah. do. And, um, and, but I don't know, just watching some of these old matches and like, and now there's matches that like I knew happened, but I'd never seen because like mm-hmm. I wasn't watching at the time. I'm like, oh man, not that we're supposed to talk about him, but like, I'll tell you what, Chris Benoit was really, really good in the ring. Like, I know you're Oh, not- Chris Benoit was one of my top three for the whole time I was watching, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, how it all went down, but. Right, right, right. Yeah. Man, that dude. I mean, when your finisher is a headbutt from the top rope, I mean, you kind of gonna get some right. Yeah, that's trauma true. to the brain. You know, that's true. Yeah, it's it was um it was it, it but it's been it's been really really fun. So I'm I'm glad we brought up old wrestling because it's just been I've just been putting it on and watching all these awesome awesome matches. So so good, so good. Anyways, Love it. Watch. I I don't even watch wrestling now. I I'm, I don't have I don't have time to watch it now. I'm like. <laughs> Roman Reigns has been a champion. You only have time to watch old wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess that's true. I guess that's fair. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, a divine moment in clarity. There you go. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it is pretty clear. Um, uh, is it clearer than Jordan's beer? That's what the people want to know. Uh, we'll find out. Let's let's see. No. I don't think no. so. That's, Not a, mine's, no, pretty, no. mine's pretty dang clear. Yours is pretty clear. Mine line, lights up like a freaking light bulb when you put the light behind it. So um, Jordan's looks like if a Bud Light went on a diet. That is true. That is true. It is not as clear as as Jordan's beer. For, let the record show, but it is it is pretty clear. It's a nice nice looking beer. You get some dankness on the on the on the smell taste on the nose taste. All right, here we go. It is good. Um, they're very. It's very dank. It's got some dankness to it, which I you know I know I said it, but six point seven percent alcohol. Um, relatively. I mean, especially coming off a eleven percent beer, like relatively light um it's good it gives me like almost like west coast ipa vibes um but uh i don't know we talked about the cold the cold ipa faz it's just it's just brewed cold right and they cold crash it at one point or something like that something yeah and again i keep i don't buy into the marketing and i marketing and i just call them ipls because that's from what i understand that's basically what they are it's a lager it's brewed like a lager instead of an ale that's like the only difference i think got you got you Oh, well, Which, then that's, that is really screwed up that they're calling it a cold IPA, golly. Well, what's interesting here, because I'm looking at, like, the the description, the detailed description of it right now. Yeah. And so it's saying, like, brewed like an easy-drinking lager with rice. So it's like a rice lager. 
oh. but an IPA version of a rice lager. That's very huh. interesting. That is interesting. Um, it's good. It's not their best beer. Uh, I definitely love them more for their stouts and porters. I talked about that ad nauseum, but like, um, it's good. It's it's really good. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a. I'll give it a. I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. Week four. A week four strong three seven five. That's where I'm at with that. So <laughs> aspirational four. Yeah. yeah, that's like a yeah. that's like a Chicago four right there. <laughs> oh, but there you go. Now you guys have the uh, the review of the a moment of divine clarity. The it's interesting because moment of divine clarity says it has an experimental hop HBC five eight six and for some reason I feel like that's like some weird um like superhero clone of Wolverine or something. <laughs> <laughs> HBC five eight six. I was trying to look because it has no information on the can. Because I was like, the hop in it was different, and I wasn't sure what it was. So like, it's. I was like, I couldn't place it, but I'm not smart enough to place it. So I was like, looking for the can. Did not yeah. give me any help. I need a. I need a YouTube video or a drinking alone with friends podcast deep diving HBC five eight six over here. Oh, let me see. Uh, yeah, see in the got. Marvel universe context. The, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, and there's only nine check-ins, so there's not enough to get an average. But I will say that uh, four of them were also fours. Okay, yes. so you are you are a man of the people. All right, there we go. I did yeah. it. And yeah, yeah. So your your tenth check-in will bring half of the check-ins to be an even four. So. <laughs> I'm gonna check it in right now, see if it happens. See. Hold oh on. yeah. Are we gonna watch this in in real time? We're gonna the birthing of an average score on Untapped. Ooh! Oh my goodness! Don't tell. It's a be- it's a beautiful thing. Don't don't get me don't get me so excited. It's like that scene in Ace Ventura two. I'm actually gonna the rhino. Scene. <laughs> rhino scene. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love how we knew exactly. Everyone which scene. knows. I just have one friend that checked it in, but the everyone total is still nine, which is uh, interesting. I yeah, don't that's count. Weird. I don't count as everyone. I wonder if it has hmm. to send it has to verify that it's a legit rating. Probably. Yeah, they have to send it to uh, Stick Stickly's P.O. Box and then get it verified <laughs> yeah. and send it back. <laughs> little, little known fact about Stick Stickly, he's actually a beer connoisseur. Yeah, he's <laughs> a part of our tap now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had to go get a real job. <laughs> he grew up. Now he's Oak Oakley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't know it. We didn't reveal it at the beginning, but actually it's the secret alternate grown-up identity. Yes. It's, it's <laughs> like Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> love it family matters deep cut over here <laughs> oh, we got every, we got something for everybody here at drink hello friends yeah as really long did. as you were born in the late 80s or early 90s <laughs> oh man we're no. just missing that golden girls reference now <laughs> i know i know uh, uh, so what do you think you guys want to do handles we got, sure. we got time yeah um, not want to do handles let's do handles i love hearing my voice <laughs> Jordan's got a good handle for us this week, and uh, but yeah, let's let's listen to Jordan sing us a song where he quietly shouts <laughs> us that mug of wisdom. <laughs> Mug of 
log of wisdom. Finish Chef Lovato. Thanks, Jordan. Um, wow, you are uh, can Jordan, so hey, talented. Hold on. Can Jordan thank Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe let's do that. Right. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm not steering the ship. That's right. I'm hands off. I'm hands, hands off. off. This week. You're very, you're very hands on, hands off. All right. Th- th- thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I can't let go. Thanks, Jordan, for uh, doing that sultry, beautiful rendition of everyone's favorite classic, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> go check him out at. Uh, wreck my podcast on youtube or check him out in the dallas fort worth area if you want to get real creepy bs and craft beer if you want to go on my instagram where i post twice a week and do a story every now and then there you go <laughs> the a- link may or may not be in the show notes <laughs> actually i'm just gonna tell you the links in the show notes you'll never check also nah, his 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 real address also in the show notes so yeah go ahead. exactly now if you <laughs> may just or may not be a p.o box in new york scroll but- <laughs> through scroll through the whole transcript in the p.o in the in the show notes and uh then you'll find bs and craft beer there for sure yeah right oh man I've never thanked myself before. That felt weird. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? I have to, I'll have to put the full version in this week. Normally, Ooh. I do the short version, but it's been a long time, basically since Tud gave up on the, wipe, on the, uh, the soundboard. Yeah, and we also, haven't, haven't it's not the, even up full to, version. It's not even up to date because I only have popcorn in there. I don't even have your right. other dog. Um, uh-huh. I think I said something, I mean, and other animals, though, so I just kind of like... <laughs> right. Filtered it. You, all. you you did encompass everybody. Yeah. You were like, I need a fourth. I need a fourth. Yes, I liked I liked yeah. uh, how you guys had a discussion one week about what I actually say in the long version because there's yeah. certain points where you're like, I don't know what he says there, but he says a thing. It it got cleared up. I think someone in the Discord cleared it up for us because they were like, I think you, I wrote you guys, and I was like, just so you oh, know, here's the what lyrics. It was? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's really only one person who could clear it up. Right? Yeah, very true, very true. It's yeah, like exactly. it, it's it's like in another one bites the dust. Does he really say I'm adopted? Like I don't know. Like yeah. no one. Or knows. for me, it's kind of like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the way, when he's like, you know, like Ardvark, Silver Spoon, Beaver, like who knows what he's saying? Only Jordan. He's the one who knows all the lyrics. I am the creator. Oh, man. Okay, so I think one of you two should go first on this mug of wisdom since you're... In fact, you should go at the same exact time. Just talk over each other. Give it... Since mm-hmm. you both won. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. We... Again, we well, we talked last week about a uh, Lady in the Tramp style uh, sharing of a beer. And I yep. think this would be where we both grab different handles on the mug and drink from it at the same time. I like or it. Spit, or spit wisdom into it. I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> Yeah, I think that could we f- we fill it up, right? That's what we say. No one has ever asked how we fill the mug. That's yeah, true. you fill it or do you that's drink true. it? Yeah, I've, that's a great question. Hmm. Yeah, what is where is this wisdom coming from, and why is it so frothy? Um. Okay, I'll go first this week. Um, I have a a book. Ooh. Not often I do books. I'm reaching for it. 
which is why it sounds like I'm moving around. This book is called Sea of Tranquility. It's from uh, Emily St. John Mandel, best-selling author of The Glass Hotel and Station Eleven, it says here. Um, Jordan, did you watch Station Eleven? I'm not going to ask Chris, but I, on HBO. I've never even heard of it, to be honest with you. Pretty good miniseries on HBO. Um, <laughs> it's I'm not going to acknowledge him. Uh, I think... It's like a one and done type of like a ten episode gotcha. show, and it's on HBO. Uh, single, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was kind of big because it was like a post apocalyptic pandemic kills everyone, and it like came out right in the middle of COVID, so ooh. it was like very topical. Interesting. Um, okay. And I guess I would say this author plays to their strengths because this book also includes a pandemic, but um, I'm not gonna go. Really, if I talk a lot about the plot, I'm going to spoil some of like the bigger elements, uh, which I hate to do in a book. I, I love to read books with no, no information whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's like I hate seeing trailers for movies. Just going blind. Because sometimes like there's a big twist 10 minutes into a movie that if you saw the trailer, you'd obviously know coming. Um, but so, yeah, it's a sci-fi novel. If you watched the show Station Eleven, you'd like it if you've read Emily St. John Mandel's other books, you'd probably like it. Uh, it was a quick read, good library book, good summer beach read. Those people, that's what people say, right? Um, but uh, yeah, if you're looking for something to fill your, your summer reading list, look this up. I'll probably put the Goodreads link in the description because then it's like a choose-your-own spoiling adventure. Like you can you can do, do as much or a little research, but no fast-forwarding required here. I'm not going to say shit about this book. Um, Go and and if those little tidbits I gave you pique your interest, look further. If they don't, move on. This isn't your book. So are you a pretty avid reader, Obert? Actually, so I've tried. This is kind of one of my goals for the summer is to get back into reading a little Mm -hmm. bit more. As a kid, loved reading. Read all the time. A lot of novels, a lot of fiction. Um, Ever since I got a smartphone, now I spend a lot of time reading like stupid people's comments online Mm -hmm. instead of books. Mm-hmm. And like reading news articles instead of books. And um, I think my life would be better if I spent that time on books. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm trying to do. That's like a change I want to make in my life. I want to make that happen. So listeners, dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Send me your book recommendations with enough details to get me to read it, but not enough to spoil any of the plot. Well, I was going to ask you then two authors that I'm a really big fan of. Because I'm, I'm like you. I used to read a ton. Like, And now it's more like... It takes me like a month or two to read a book now because I just am slow at it. But one, have you ever read David Wong? Any books by him? Um, he, he was the crack.com guy. Yeah, the one who did John Dies at the End. Yes, I have not. Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of John Dies at the End. Um, okay. He's a good... Should I start there? Start there. And then there's some subsequent ones that kind of follow along that trajectory. Um, he's very good. And then second, this was actually the author that got me realizing in high school that books could be good and fun to read um, is M.T. Anderson. <clears throat> they're they're pretty easy reads because they're technically young adult books. Um, he has one called Thirsty that I really, really like um, about it, essentially it's like a vampire book, but it's a very interesting take on it. And then he has one I'm reading right now, rereading right now uh, called Feed, which is interesting. It's about a futuristic world where everyone has the internet ingrained in their head and let me tell you, it's all about like capitalism and advertisement and stuff. It's not far, not far off for writing it in 2000, not far off from where we're at right now. It's <laughs> He's got good predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say it's pretty funny out. 
that the vampire author wrote a book called Feed that wasn't about vampires. I know, right? He's weird <laughs> crossovers. There. Going, yeah, very weird crossovers yeah. going there. <laughs> no, that that did pique my interest enough. Um, I'm going to check them out. And so this is a library book. Best thing about library books is you got to go to the library to return them, and then you got to get another book. It's like this fun circle of reading where you keep getting new books. And you know what? Over uh, and you have a deadline to finish that. <laughs> so you're true. like, shit, I can't put this book down. I got to finish it. It's due. You know what, Obert? You said you weren't going to do transitions and segues, but you are segueing perfectly into my handle. So I'm going to take the mug right now, if you don't mind. Please, go for it. Because my handle this week was no joke, was going to be your public library. Because I feel like... I've done this handle. Have you? I've done never this mind. Handle. Never mind. Get that handle out of here. Brush it away. Get rid of the this fact like, that... One of the first like 15 handles I ever did. Get rid of the fact you can rent Blu-rays there. Get rid of the fact that you can rent video games there and it's all free. Forget rid I of think that. you can do it because this was 200 episodes ago. No, that it's good. Handle. It's good. I got people, another one. People need to know. I got a backup okay. one. I got a backup one. Um, so lately, my wife and I have been really getting into um, some YouTube channels that are, are more about like uh, deep diving into certain topics. And there's one documentarian that we're really into right now her name is swoop um she does documentary do- documentaries <laughs> said that really documentaries documentarianisms uh, yes documentarianism. <laughs> Correct. um the she's a really good filmmaker it. and and i want to say journalist too kind of but she does it mostly on not necessarily true crime because i feel like that's a little bit played out right now but more like um YouTube stars or like social media stars who have had down like so like her, her big one right now she's doing is Colleen Ballinger right the Miranda Sings girl who's all this bad stuff's coming out about her right now she does these like three part documentaries on like YouTube stars and social media stars and all that and kind of deep dives into all of it so it's kind of like true crime but not like a lot not really like murdery or anything and it's done really well um yeah that's that's her right there in the chat swoop um I, I feel like it's like that VH1 show mm-hmm. that used to exist. Was that like what behind the music or something? It is. It's uh, exactly okay. like behind the music. Yeah, but she does it with what now are like celebrities. It's crazy to think that our celebrities now are all like YouTube stars and Instagram stars and stuff. Like so weird. Um, but yeah, I'd say go check her out. She has some good content. I think if you go too far back, it's mostly like makeup stuff and all that. Like she started in that realm, but now she's doing documentaries and stuff like that. So it's good. I'd say go check it out. She's super, super cool. She can get a little repetitive sometimes, but she's, I don't, it sounds condescending, not condescending. It sounds wrong to call someone woke anymore because it's such like an old term, but she's very good about how she like, I'll say diplomatic about how she goes about doing it. She doesn't really give you her opinion. She just lays out the facts, which I like. Nice. Yeah. So check Wait, out Swoop. It, woke is an old term now? I've, if you talk to a Gen Z person, I think they would, I think people who use woke are like, you're trying too hard. It's played out. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Oh, man. I, I, I mean, Donald Trump sent woke, so <laughs> I think we're past that point now. Well, he's older than I am. I know that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But once it gets to that, like, I know I I'm old, but I'm pretty sure that Trump's <laughs> older than me. Pretty sure. He was in Home Alone 2. I'm pretty sure he's older than me. <laughs> Everyone knows Trump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People just know Trump from Home Alone 2. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Okay, I like it. I like both handles. I have so many links. This is such a this is such a, sh- a show notes. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna add an extra challenge for myself. Myself. 
There's going to be an Easter egg in the show notes. Ooh, Easter egg yeah. in the show notes. Okay. You got to click all the links to find it. Nice. <laughs> you got to, first one to post it in the Discord gets uh shout out. On, shout out on, next, on, week. next week. Yeah. <laughs> and if you see the picture of a big black dude with no shirt on, don't click that link. That's, that's Jordan's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. Well, I I guess I guess I'm gonna go, and I don't have anything thought provoking or fun. Well, no, I have something fun, but not thought provoking. Um, I don't think we've talked about this at all on the podcast, so I'm gonna s- swoop in here and steal it. Um, there's a video game that came out uh, not that long ago that I have been playing and I'm in love with. And I went out and bought a PS5 for, and that is Final Fantasy 16. So I don't know if you guys are uh, aware of the Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I don't know if Jordan, do you have a PS5? I do. I was going to say, welcome to the family, man. I switched over to the PlayStation like a year or two ago, and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was I was pretty. I mean, I found I, I played the PS4, PS5. I had a PS, like you know, but like um, I I was holding out. I didn't want to get a. I was like, oh, there's nothing really on the PS5. And then I found out Final Fantasy 16 was coming out. And I was like, I have Wait a sec. What do you mean it. there's nothing on the PS5? There's the Spider-Man games. There's the Last of Us games. There's the Uncharted games. Like uh, the PlayStation yeah, stuff is you can play most of that killer. on the PS4. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, well, here's the thing. I never owned a PlayStation before the PS5. I, guess that's true. I was always I guess an that's Xbox true. person and Nintendo uh, person. So this was like my first frolicking Jordan's catching up he's he's currently on Spyro 2 Ratchet and Clank is the next <laughs> yes. Crash Bandicoot 3 I, I don't know yep right. exactly you Crash know. Bandicoot Racing ha, yeah what are you yeah. looking at my library right now what's going on <laughs> <laughs> he's decided to start at the very beginning he, again it's like podcasts with I told him. you you can only start at the beginning I actually did forward. try that with Resident Evil I bought a Resident Evil pack that started with the original <laughs> I tried to play from that I, I skipped I couldn't do it couldn't do it <laughs> Yeah, um, it's not about the graphics, but you know sometimes it's about the graphics. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, like, um, well, anyways, I've been playing Final Fantasy sixteen, and I am, I'm like in love with it. Uh, it's it's worth buying a PS five for. Um, it is way more graph. The story is great. The gameplay I really am enjoying, including the combat, which I know some people are not a fan of the combat. It's like one of the first ones where they went straight away from. Um, like went straight away from turn-based and into a more I don't know active style combat. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I don't know. I really like the way they've done it. Uh, the story's really good. Uh, I will say it is way more gruesome than Final Fantasy games in the past. Like just like some of the killing blows and like some of the the fight scenes and they swear a lot, which I wasn't expecting. I don't know. They uh, they don't normally swear in Final Fantasy games. So, um, but it's been so so awesome to play like it definitely earns the mature tag because that's what it is m for mature but um but it's been so much fun like if you are a fan of final fantasy and you're like hesitant you're hemming and hawing it's a beautiful game great story uh some epic freaking battle scenes like some of the battle scenes are so freaking epic like just oh even though like they're cinematics like it's it just looks so beautiful like it's so much fun so um if you're a Final Fantasy fan and you're 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 thinking, oh, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do, I don't know if I want to get it, like get it, just do it, you'll enjoy it, I promise. So um, check it out, Final Fantasy 16. It's on the PS5. I I don't know if it's gonna be. I assume it's gonna be released on other like on PC later this year or something. But do they do that? I really thought you could only play it on PlayStation. Um, I I I think it's I gonna be s- on PC later on. 
It I normally could have joins. Final Fantasy games go on Nintendo too, don't they? Usually, uh, some of them have, but just not, some. Okay, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if the Switch can handle Final Fantasy 16. To be honest, like I don't like. Being honest, like, <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? Twenty-four frames per second, seven twenty p. What are you talking that's about? How I, <laughs> that's how I play Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon, which is only released for the Switch, plays at twenty-four frames per second. Oh man! <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, no, I, it might come to Xbox and PC later in the year, but I, I am more akin to the PlayStation line of of consoles. So, um, it was a really good excuse to get a PS Five. Um. And finally, Mrs. Beardad slash Dana for you people. She was against it the whole time, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a fun it's been fun playing it. So, um, but now she's the one chaining, chainsawing off heads. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she's further in it than I am. Now, it was so. uh, the developers of Gears of War uh, finally made a Final <laughs> <Yeah>. Fantasy game. <laughs> Gears of War was so good back in the day. Uh, oh, totally. It was a great game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who doesn't love chainsawing crazy alien people? I used to play it co. Co-op with my brother all the time. So much fun. I started playing Doom, uh, the newest Doom. Mm. And uh, the chainsaw kills in that game, that game are also excellent. <laughs> just, just just tearing demons in half with a chainsaw. That's I mean, why I love playing the uh, Wolfenstein later games. Because, like, oh, the, the weapons on there are just insane. <laughs> Lumberjack simulator. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Just the wood chips just flying, just flying. in your face like, oh, oh man yeah played in vr yeah. is, i was gonna oh. say that's what you need the oculus for <laughs> <laughs> i like it i might actually check out final fantasy now i've never actually played any of those games but you know oh okay you've you made me curious and i'm almost done with spider-man so i need a new game soon the the gore and, and potty talk really got you George. yeah you so, know you know how to get yeah. me excited about something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing. Oh, it. Okay, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I not. forgot. I forgot. We don't have Tud here. We're all waiting I, for Tud. <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew. I knew we didn't have Tud. I knew. I knew what was going on. But I. I. My hands are off. The stream goes. So, We're just careening towards that iceberg. What do we, yeah. What do we do? We, we thank people. Is that what you do at the end of the show? You actually thank people. <laughs> just the breweries who provided yeah, today's beers. The yeah. <laughs> Like I'd like to thank Divine Barrel for their a comfort in darkness and a moment in of divine clarity. And I'll thank uh, Manhattan Project Beer Company for their necessary evil pilsner. And I'm going to thank Imagination for Nebula. Make sure you go and follow us on all social medias at DAWF Podcast. Uh, make sure you head over to uh, Apple Podcasts and give us that five-star rating that you've been so dying to give us. I know we, we've been waiting for them to come in um, and... They do sometimes. So great, great job, those people. Um, other people, not as great job. Uh, <laughs> make sure you join the conversation over on Discord and uh, tell us when we're wrong and post things to enlighten us. Uh, just like, who, who was it? Who, who did it this week? Someone just did. Sal. Sal talking about there's no <laughs> scientific definition for a vegetable. It's a culinary term. Interesting, interesting. Wouldn't have known it outside of the Discord. Oh. I didn't, so I saw the, like, the the preview of the message come across my phone, and I realized it was the fruit vegetable thing, and I'm like, I'm not engaging this. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. I can't. I don't want to know. Oh, it's like, this is what is dividing our country right now. I am not <laughs> engaging. <laughs> this is not a thing. Let's, if somebody brings up tomatoes, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> 
No, go on Discord. Tell us if you found the Easter egg. Yes, Easter egg. Uh, In the show notes. Probably, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what happens if you send a letter to Stick Stickly yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's like Nickelodeon sends you some fun swag being like, thanks for remembering our P.O. Box 25 years ago. They must still own it, right? They have to still own it. If people, no one else would want it. <laughs> people like me are still remembering this a long time ago. <laughs> I hope I get a signed picture of Stick Stickly. That's that oh, would be that's, the ultimate. That's the that, that, that goes in the podcast hall of fame if that happens. <laughs> oh man! Um, Did you guys ever see that the lumberjack uh, simulator level where Stick Stickly was? <laughs> you have to. You have to. You're cutting down you do. Oak Oakley, and Stick Stickly yeah. tries to stop you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's the mini boss before you get to Oak Oakley. <laughs> uh, yeah, give us five stars. Check out Discord. Uh, what else do we got? Don't you guys have like a an um, advertisement email us, now or something? TWF podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We did. Manscaped, you can check us. Go use coupon code. D-A-W-F, right? Yeah, That's what it is. coupon code D-A-W-F at Manscaped for 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's right, 20% off and free shipping your first order at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. We don't We don't know how long that code's going to be nope. good for. This, this might be your last sell. week. <laughs> so, so go and, uh, and try it out. And if it doesn't work, just close the tab. Don't worry about it. Yeah, wait till wait D-A-W-F 2 is active. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and I think with that, my name's Chris. I'm I'm Jordan, and I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Tut Tut always tuts, Tut always goes. Oh, you guys missed me during the outro. This was way better, way better. Oh yeah, way better than yeah. a normal oh. outro. A hundred percent. Load perfectly. No mishaps. Yeah, no problem at all. There's no nope. dead space at all. You, Obert, you have to keep the dead space in because those were moments <laughs> that were fabricated for <laughs> the joke. It, it pains me so much to leave dead air. <laughs> but it's part of the joke. I, it like, it like, it just saps my energy. Just, just like, what if they think the podcast stopped and the next 26 minutes are complete <laughs> silence? My favorite, my favorite thing ever is when I think a podcast that just cut out the audio, and then you find out ten seconds later they're still there. It's like getting lost in a grocery store as a child and being like, "Oh no, there's my mom." My mom. On this podcast, I like to replicate the experience of running into someone you know as an acquaintance in the first aisle of the grocery store, and then seeing them in every single aisle from there on out. That's uh, that's the vibe we're going for here.